Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. Welcome to the Reel Down on Paddling Fin with your hosts, Dan Perry and Jimmy Skinner, where we talk about everything in tournament kayak fishing. Here we go. everybody welcome to another episode of the reel down monday nights thanks for joining and uh, yeah, thanks for being here it's still in the life and times of covid but uh tonight we have two great guests but how, how are you doing tonight jimmy doing good man covid seems to have gone down and now the rest of the world's going crazy with other stuff so i'm ready yeah. to talk about fishing and not worry about none of that anymore <laughs> that's right and you kind of hurt your shoulder are you doing okay yeah, I, uh, I'm still being stubborn, hadn't gone to the doctor, but I'm definitely probably out of fishing for at least a couple of weeks. I can't really pick my right arm up too high, so I could learn how to cast with my left hand, but loading and unloading boats still ain't going to happen, so we'll see. Yeah. Okay. What's up, well, Justin? Uh, yeah, so go ahead and like and share uh, the stream, If you know, share with all your friends. Tonight we have two great guests. Uh, with KBF, the way they're trying to make up on some dates, so they're kind of doubling up tournaments where they'll have a tournament a Saturday and then another tournament on the same body of water the next day on a Sunday. Uh, one of those that happened this week, well, last week was the KBF Trail on Table Rock. Oh, uh, yeah. Famous fishery, everybody knows. And tonight we have the two guests. We have the day one winner, Marty Hughes, and the day two winner, Josh Stewart. So here they are. Welcome to the show, guys. How's it going, guys? Hey. Well, congratulations on your wins. That's that's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Josh, what happened to your nose? I don't know. It's about toasted. See? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I got so those green eyes bad. So for anybody that doesn't know who you are, uh, Josh, we'll start with you. Tell us, tell us all about Josh Stewart. I'm just a guy from um, – from uh, Middle Tennessee, like Waverly area around Kentucky Lake. Um, been fishing out of kayak now competitively probably about four years, I believe. Um, and I guess I get lucky every once in a while, you know. Yeah. So, it's a little more than every once yeah. in a while. I see. And it's it's crazy because I was trying to find some of your stats and I, I couldn't find them, but I I know you've won a lot. We see your name a lot, but I did finally uh, pull up some stuff off your five live stuff. So. Uh, You've qualified for Hobie Worlds twice, uh, 2019 KBF Pro Series champion, 2019 Challenge Series champion. Uh, you've been in the top 10 of AOI for KBF four times and second place in the 2018 NC, man. You you stay up there. And then you've been in the, the 10 four times, yeah. right? Yeah, I've, I've won, I won a, an Open, too, and I've won both the KBFs on um, on Kentucky Lake the last two years, so I'm trying to make that three times in a row this year i hear you hopefully and also the yeah two-time hobie open yeah you're right all right awesome and marty also a, a distinguished angler uh you you're one of the ogs been around since i uh, said 98 on your little bio uh, i'll go over a few things here but you've uh out of it just as here's uh well you've it says on tourney x you fished 130 tournaments 
Ah, those. So pretty much 10 almost 10% you win. So 11 wins, 11 seconds, nine thirds, 80 top tens out of 130. 80 top tens. Ridiculous. You've weighed, measured in over 12,000 inches of bass. Uh, and along with the, you got fifth in the first ever KBBT a few weeks ago. And you obviously won day one of the event here on Table Rock against 69 other people. So congratulations and thank you for being on the show. If anybody doesn't know who you are, I mean, you're, you're, I mean, you're one of the people who, one of the godfathers of kayak fishing. Definitely. Well, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I tough, tough conditions too. Yeah. yeah. So you, seeing that you've been kayaking since 98, have you been fishing for my kayak that long? Yeah, I, I actually bought a kayak. I had 10 knee surgeries. And so I gained a lot of weight and I wanted to lose it. And so yep. I bought a kayak, a little kayak. It was like a foot long and it had a little hole in it, about that big. And I stuck my, my feet would go to sleep in it. And I started <laughs> paddling around. And then I, I got out there and I was I was in southwest Nebraska and I had a clear, it was a clear water lake, Rock Creek. And I would see the fish and they weren't moving. And I, saw, I thought, you know what? I'm going to bring my pole out. And so I started catching them. And the first tug, I, I mean, it was over. And so that's how I started. And then, and I, I was so naive. I bought a, a book on how to do an Eskimo roll. I bought a nose plug because I thought mm-hmm. I was going to roll over. And, I, and, and knock on wood, I have never, ever capsized. And I've been in the ocean with Jim Salmons, all that, you know, but, but I've never capsized. And then I upgraded. And then I found my second kayak I found uh, in, in Florida. It was a scuba diving kayak. It was a thousand bucks and I bought it. And then that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. They were, they were <laughs> diving off of them, but, but they were, they weren't, you know, like Chad Hoover was still in the Navy and we had conversations on while he was on a ship. Cause I found him on the internet. Somehow we, you know, we interacted and, and, and Texas, California, Florida, those places, I think it kind of started, you know, and Jim Salmon's telling me he's like to sit on top. They would go surfing, but then they would go out beyond the waves with their pin reels and rods and reels and fish out there now by the way i lived in oceanside as a youngster and that's where hobie is made but that's weird but um <laughs> but i fished all those all those beaches the bay there and then i bass ponds inland when i was a kid and then i moved to nebraska in uh 76 so but yeah since 98 and then uh been kayak fishing and i started guiding in 2004 from a guy who pretty much made me take him and pay me. And my wife was pretty pleased about that. And, you know, and uh, then I, st- I just guided and then it grew from there. And from, from the central part of the, of the country, it grew because I was getting them from Denver, Fort Collins, Omaha, Lincoln, and some from Kansas. And then, you know, cause at first people thought I was kind of weird, which, you know, if you look, I probably am, but, but, you know, I had a guy, a, a rancher came up to me one time and I had, the kayaks on my old trooper and he said uh hey are those just for show or do you actually use them and i said well you know i'm just hoping to make a hot wheel after it someday you know a little kayak on top but <laughs> but uh it you know it, it grew from there and and uh i'm fortunate and blessed to be part of that growth um but to see like guys like josh today um have a passion for it you know that not many guys can have that feeling and i and i just you know, it's fun to see that, you know, oh, definitely. how all these guys, when I go to a ramp or I see them out there fishing, I'm thinking, you know what? I would have never imagined this. And I mean, our first tournament was a, was a clear plastic baggie. It had a little piece of paper with like nine species of fish and three dots and a pencil. And you would go out and it was the honor system. And you would try to catch three of each species. And at the end, we gave away a six-foot uh, emotion sit-on-top kayak, a Spitfire. That was the prize. And and I remember the first one had like 10 people, and two of them were my kids. <laughs> <laughs> and one guy showed up in a handmade wooden kayak, you know. Wow. And the math, a real dugout. Yeah, the math teacher two doors down won the kayak, you know. So he was like, you know, kayak champion, you know, kayak fishing champion. But that's kind of how it started, you know. So what, what, what do you do for a job during the day when, when you're not guiding? Yeah. Um, well, I've been an educator for 38 years. I was a teacher for 33 and I've been an administrator basically for five. I'm a principal at a middle school, high school. I have uh, about 460 kids and I have 40 teachers and 
we have a great team and great kids. And you know what? It's a fishing culture. <laughs> we have a lot of kayak fishermen here. And, I can see the pictures back there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's Christine and my son. And, you know, it's just – and then there's one up there of Nate Gloria and Wiper Fishing. There's this – if the man cave here has – has stuff all over. I mean, it's <laughs> there's the history. The whole history is in here. Newspaper. I, I, there, there's some website right now for like all the journalists and everything. They're mm-hmm. broadcasting from their houses. Yeah, where they rate your background. Oh our yeah, back, our background suck compared to yours. You know? <laughs> yeah, you've yeah. definitely won the competition. Doc has the refrigerator. <laughs> I'm, gonna give you a view, I'm gonna give you a view of the man cave. Here you go. So let me take you on a tour of these magnets. So here's a view of the man cave. Down here, all the pictures. Wow. I was already jealous. This is way worse. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like an episode of Cribs too. <laughs> so, Josh, wait, are, are, do you just fish full time now? Uh, pretty much. I still uh, do like side construction jobs for people and like painting houses and stuff like that. But you know, I'm mostly on the water most of the time, Man. as you can tell by my face. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, here, well, I'll go over the numbers real quick. So. Day one, Marty had 69 people. You won with 84 and three quarter. Uh, you actually tied with Ryan Hendricks. Mm-hmm. You had a bigger, bi- bigger big fish. He had a, you had a 20. He had an 18 and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ryan Hendricks got second. Mike Elsie, the champ, got 84 and a quarter. Josh, you got third. And Lance Burris, that dude's Fourth. been on a roll this year with 81 and a half. And then day two had less people, which I'm, I'm kind of curious about that. Uh, that only had 33 people, but Josh, you came away with the win with 84 and three quarters. So you upgraded an inch and three quarter from the day before. That's awesome. Uh, second, Kenny Hood with 79. Third, Justin Brewer with 78 and a quarter. Ryan Cummings with 75 and three quarter. And then James Harding with 75 and a half. So why, why do y'all think some people, it seems, I know a few people would drop out because you got to, maybe you have to get home for work on Monday, but why do you think so many, so few people fish both days? Well, a lot of it was a lot of them fished the Moyak and it was a one day and it was 88 and that. And I think a lot of those guys fished and then went home. Doubled up. Yeah. I mean, it was also, we had really good pre-fishing, you know, with overcast and then high pressure blue skies come in, you know, for the weekend. And the first day was pretty tough too, for a lot of people. So I just think they didn't want to, you know, throw their, they felt they were throwing their money away. So could you wait until the night before to still sign up? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was locked in. Yeah, a little bit earlier. We had a couple guys at the house that were going to sign up, but then at the last minute they were like, no, I'm not going to sign up. And then, <laughs> and, and plus, you know, people are, hey, there's a bass right on top of that picnic table, you know, that yeah. under the water. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of set the scene. For, like, can you give an explanation? I've never been to Table Rock. I've seen it mm-hmm. on TV enough times. I'd love to go there, but. Can, can you kind of set the stage? What What is Table Rock? What kind of fishery is it? I mean, I'm not really, that's the first time I was there. I'm not really sure. Um, the water was about 20 foot high, wasn't it, Marty? Yeah, How six, high yeah. was it? Yeah, it was 16, I think, the day we were there. Yeah, I, 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 I caught them in people's backyards. That's yeah. what I did. Yeah, I saw I saw Elsie was saying that he was fishing 12 foot over picnic tables. Yeah, that's wow. how, yeah, that's how I was saying. I was catching mine at the base of cedar trees, live cedar trees. I mean, they were in the cedar trees. It's, yeah, it's 16 um, feet of water. But it, it basically, uh, it's a river system, just you know, like your Tennessee. And there, you got Table Rock, Tanny Como, Bull Shoals. Well, Table Rock has the James and the White River coming into it, and then it's all stored up there. But, I mean, we went over a spot that was 222 foot deep there, okay. and it's crystal clear water. You could see down where I was at, you could see down about 10 feet. Jesus. Yeah, and that's with, that's with uh, all the flooding, I mean, in there. Yeah, but and, you were hunting smallmouth though. I was, I was yeah. in some murkier water. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was, I was going for spots and, and smallmouth, and and then below that, Tanny Como, that's a cold water lake because all the water from Table Rock comes through the bottom mainly, and so that's very cold water. And then you got Bull Shoals, and I fished all three, and they're all three really good. And, so and, what what stage are are they still like in all three stages up there? Or is it mostly post spawn? Like what's it? How's it act? Because I know the weather's been weird for everybody. And then if the water's that high, has it slowed down the, like the spawning? The spawn's already over with. Yeah. I, mean, I caught I caught some largemouth. Well, any largemouth, anyways, that were. Uh, I mean, they had their tails like they were healed up. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, I, I, the smallmouth might have. I don't know. You know, is it it this whole 
spring has been weird. We've had like three phases yeah. of spawn up here. Right. Yeah, here too. It's been yeah. crazy yeah. here too. And, and the the smallies, you know, and talking to guys that were out there and stuff and pre-fishing everything, the smallies were all in the gravel, that pea gravel stuff out there. Um, but the one I caught was like, I, I, if you found the old shoreline where it's rocky, that's where a lot of those smallies were too. Yeah, I caught some spots like that, but yeah. they just yeah. they were all just they were so fat and yeah, yeah, they've been gorging. And Marty, if you were going for spots and and smallmouth, is were you targeting a largemouth or just whatever you get bit well, on? Josh? There's very if if there's a largemouth where, where I was at, it it, it, it that, there's just not. Yeah, I'm down. I was down by the dam, yeah. and uh, they they're just not down in there uh, as much. Everything was spotted bass. I. I I think there might there might be like in the in the fall maybe I don't know because I know last year we caught a couple but they're just not they just aren't there right now. Yeah, that I saw. So so I gotta I gotta ask Josh where are you throwing the Senko? I know you are. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com waypoint. That's mintmobile.com waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Yeah, but it was on a shaky head. Ah! You take a sinker on a shaky head? Yeah, I feel like it, um, say if you're fishing like a 316 ounce, you know, shaky head, and you're fishing, you can fish it so much in different spots because it's because that, that Cinco makes it sink quicker, you know? I mean, like you're fishing, like you throw it at 16 foot. If Usually you have to have a quarter ounce head to go, you know, get down there pretty good, but 16 to 20 foot. But you put that sink on there and it just, it shoots to the bottom. Mm, and I, you, I, I, I was throwing just a, like a regular like Airtail Wiggler, you know, like Grande Bass, but they didn't want it like they wanted that Cinco. Were you, uh, were you getting lots of bites or was it tough and it was just few quality bites or how was it? Well, from other people I've talked to up there, it seemed like it was kind of hard to, you know, catch a largemouth over 17 inches. But I found some 16, 17 inches, and um, I talked to some of the guys, and they said, yeah, that, that could definitely win it, you know. Yeah. What about you, Marty? If, if somebody doesn't get on a bunch, you know, a bunch of big smallmouth. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Well, I, I had – I think I caught nine fish that day. Um, I had I had a few more on, but they I was using a fluke. Uh, with a swivel for a weight and i was fishing kind of under the lip of those cedars and the, those trees and they would come out of there and they'd hit it well in the morning i'd get them but then they they would say hit it but i couldn't get them so that day i i was actually on the kbbt thing show and and mark called me out uh marcus coates and he said hey you got to go back to what you do what your confidence is you got to use the nico so so just for kicks i threw it on and, the, and that's where the smallmouth story comes in. I can we can wait, but if you want, but but uh, no, okay, go ahead. Oh, no, I'm, I'm ready to hear it. Okay, yeah, so it. so so I so I'm, I I go back a mile, and Nate Glory was over there in this other tree line, and uh, and I want to see how he's doing, you know, and stuff, and and uh, and anyway, I I I asked him. I said, so how's it going? He goes, I just had a big one on, and and I go, what were you using? He goes, I used a jig, and and uh, and so I I put on my. <laughs> Because those guys were calling me out on it, you know, just for that. Because it just didn't feel good, right? Because it was like twenty foot down most of the time, yeah. and my knee oh, doesn't go down very good that way. And so I go, I go about oh fifty yards, about ten minutes, and all of a sudden, bam! I get that twenty inch smallie, and I'm like, "What in the world?" At first, I thought it was a big, like a big bass, but because I didn't expect to catch a smallie there. And so I get it in, I measure it, and I'm, and I'm, I mean, you, you know, you get the heebie-jeebies and you get something like that. And and the hard part was keeping on the board and everything. Oh yeah. And then then I go to let it go and it, and it spits out a little a, a white. I should have brought it in a, a little uh, plastic minnow about that long and it had a nail weight in it. 
<laughs> and, and so I, so you don't, you don't yell because there are 15 bass boats that come over there, you know, where you're at. So, so I, I just wave it. Hey, hey, come here. You know, it comes down and I go, man, I just caught a monster. Really? I go, yeah. And I, and I go, uh, I go, it's, I, and I, and I told him about it. I said, but I found this, it, it spit out this plastic minnow. Somebody else caught this today. He goes, that's mine. He, he actually hooked into that smallmouth earlier. And, <laughs> That's awesome. And, and I caught the I caught the smallmouth. So he That's was gotta hurt. Oh, he oh he was hurt. He's like I can't believe I can't believe because he would have had that twenty inch smallmouth if he had got it up. And, and he, he was he was Nico rigging a, a minnow. No, no, he had a he had actually like a crappie jig. Oh, okay. He, he was imitating those sh- those threadfin that they were out day long, and they were all individual. They weren't in schools. And they'd flutter around, so that's what he was doing, and he had a lot of success on day two doing that. But uh, that, he just missed it, and so man, he, oh yeah, he, you could—he was a little—he seemed like he was upset, but you know we're good friends and stuff, so he's cool with it. But uh, <laughs> you, you can be upset, but you can't be mad, really. Yeah. Like, but here you go. So day two, we we were having trouble, and I'll tell you more. But I go to this uh, point, and I mark a big a big fish below me, and I go, and I'm thinking that's a big smallmouth, and I said, I said, hey Nate. Man, I got a big one below me. Before I could even get my rod out, he cast it, almost hit my boat from behind. Let it go down. He caught that small 18 and a half inches. Or <laughs> even, or even. Got you back. He didn't waste no time either. <laughs> no, he didn't. He goes, you got to get your rod in the water. Like, man. So I never I never seen one person where I was at, just pleasure boaters only. That's good. Wow. Well, it can be good or bad sometimes. Yeah, I thought it was going to be bad. <laughs> so, so if if Nico Reagan is is what was working for you, can you give us your give us a juice on it, the whole thing, rod reel setup, baits, all that good stuff? Oh man, I should have brought it. I should have brought it in. Doggone it! Um, well, right. what what happened was on. Am I still on? Yeah, you're yeah. Good. I was using that fluke. So when so then after that smallie, so I went about two hours and not fished, and I caught smallie. Then I went another two hours. So I went back to where I started along that tree line where those cedars were in the, in the other trees. And then I threw the Nico at the base of those trees, thinking that I could get them down because the sun, you know, it was bright. And sure enough, I got two right away. And, and then a water spout hit me. I mean, there's no wind. And this water spout comes up and it actually hit me, got me wet. And then I started catching fish. It was just a weird bit of breeze came up then. <laughs> and, and anyway, and then... Here's a story on how I caught my fish too. Is I I caught another one, and then I with with 18 minutes to go, I think it was 18 minutes. I caught a 17 whatever, and then with three minutes to go, I caught a 15 five. Wow! And got it, got it in. Uh, unreal, unreal. No, and then I, I start fumbling around when it gets down. Yeah, I just kept kept going, and I, I looked at the board and it said I was six, and I go, I go, man, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get knocked out of the check thing, you know. And so I, I just keep going, keep going. And in the last minute, last three minutes, got that 15, five. And, and, uh, I, I was, I mean, I was surprised I had won when I got done because I, you know, there was so many good guys in there that had eighties, you know? And anyway, the Nico is a, uh, I use a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, the elastics. Elastic, yeah. Z-Man. 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 I use a uh, molten craw everywhere. Molten craw. I put in a half moon uh weight with it and uh i i actually heat up the weight insert it melt it in and then i pull it back out put a dab of super glue and it stays in there and then i take a a sharpie and then i mark it up black and then i put a number two weedless uh, nico hook in it and it works i mean i I use it all the time i use it everywhere that is an in-depth nico rig for anybody listening Pound line you eight. Oh, I use uh I use 15 pound braid and I had a neon color uh so I can see the line move because a lot yeah. of times it's it's slack. And then I put a uh, I have a 14 pound sunline assassin line, uh 14 pound leader, lefty cray knot, and it works for me. And then I have a uh my favorite's a six foot eight uh browning maxis, and then I have a uh I got the Shimano CI4. On, on there, one of them, and a signature series, Johnny Morris, um, real. And I use a seven footer and a six eight, and I've always got one rigged. And you know, it was a weird thing was if Marcus wouldn't have called that man, that Joshua, you, Josh, you might have got that because I, I, what place you get them? 
day one? Oh, I got fourth. I, day one was I, – I woke up at 6.30 on day one, like the night before. <laughs> oh. The night before, my phone was – because my screen was cracked on my phone, so I was – and it started really messing up and, like, overheating and stuff, and it, would, it wouldn't come on sometimes. Huh. And I was struggling the first day. I mean – I'm, I'm the first day I was I was struggling hard. I, I, I mean, I, I woke up at six thirty, got there probably about seven, got on the water about seven fifteen, started fishing. You know, I, I caught one, then I missed like two, and then I went to set the hook on another one, and my my leader come undone. And I had to so I had to tie a new leader, and I mean, I only had like just four little fish, and it was like twelve o'clock, and I I stumbled across across this dock. It just, it was every cast in there. It was either a spot or a largemouth hitting it. It was, it was, I was telling them, I was talking to a lady that was on the next dock, and I was just like, this is the magic dock, you know? Because every, every time I'd throw one there, something would take it. A lot of times, that, that, that shaky head, the, the spots would grab it and you wouldn't hook them. But when there's a largemouth, I would hook them. Yeah. So when, I mean, that on Table Rock, I think Bill Lowen last year, he had a, a magic dock that was the same way where he just kept catching. Yeah, it was because it was right. The dock was like on a point, kind of, and it was there was like a big pile of bushes over here, and then the sun come up and just got so bright they were just all just huddled under that dock. Wow! Yeah. But they weren't there the second day like that. I mean, I caught them the second day. Well, at the first day, I could I caught a fish at one twenty nine. It would have called me up like an inch and a half. I think I would have got third, but I couldn't get my phone to turn on. And by the time I got it on, it was like one thirty one. But so I drove and got a new screen put in for the next day because I did not want that to happen again. And I had a pretty good idea I was going to catch them the next day, but I went to that dock and it was not playing playing out like I wanted to. And I just caught like a random one of my biggest fish was just random off the side of the bank on a Senko, and the rest of them were all in the all in the shaky head, just fishing just fishing docks and just fishing the the old bank line. And can can you give us that whole shaky head setup? Oh, it's just, it's pretty basic, you know, just um, 20 pound braid. Like he said, I got like a neon braid too, you know, so I can see it moving. And usually I fish eight pound uh, fluoro, but I was throwing 12. I, I like to throw 12 if I'm around a lot of timber and stuff, yeah. just in case. Mm-hmm. Is there a certain shaky head you like? Um, I like the VMC ones a lot. Yeah. They have they have the 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 line tie and the loop for the uh, the keeper. So yeah. instead of you know instead of a hard keeper that stays straight, you know when something hits it, it, it gives. What, what rod and reel setup you throwing yours on? No, just a cash and seven foot medium. Okay. Um, my reel, it's just a uh, that one. I just have some mono Sahara, and I just got the FL. I use it for my Senko rod, but I've still got that old Sahara that. I mean, it keeps on going. I've got an old Sahara I use, I mean, for salt water, and it's made. Yeah, it's, been going it's the like best, best reel you can buy for the money, I think. Yeah. And the, you, you know what's funny? Like, uh, you said you're throwing a medium. Like, you, if you look online, I think, because I just bought a new shaky head rod, and it was garbage because it was medium heavy. I let all the pros convince me, you know, Jesse Wiggins, Bill Lowe, and all these other people that use a medium heavy for a shaky head rod. And that just it doesn't work for me. Like I need the medium. I need I, a little well, bit. Well, that's I do. yeah. That you, you need that give on that tip, you know, yeah, on the, yeah. because I, that that shaky head comes out pretty easy. It's like a jig almost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm the same way. I was surprised. I'm glad you said that. I don't feel quite as bad about always throwing a medium. I so, medium yeah. medium with a fast tip. Yeah, me too. Here, here's the here's the Nico. That's a sick looking one. He looks like he's out of one day, but. Uh, there it is. It, and it's got that hook. I use that weed guard now. Yeah, if, I, I if, do too. If I'm if I got fish that are finicky, I'll cut those off and just use that. But yeah, it, it catch. And then here's the wait. If you can see, I, it's yeah, that's a really that's the same hooks I use for uh, yeah. wacky rigging. Really I, good hook. I use these for the wacky as well. Um, I use them on the wacky, and then what I do is take a split shot weight and I and I clamp it on the top for weight, and and it takes it down uh. the water. On that, but yeah, that's this, that's that, that's, that, that's some juice right there. Yeah, it works for me anyway. Oh, by that the way, on the on the on the fluke, I was using albino, which had a little blue on top of it, and it looked just like those those thread fin in there. But the color I wanted to use was Ar- Arkansas Shiner, but I couldn't find any. 
and I was at the boat ramp and this guide was there and, and I was telling him what I was using. I said, man, I, I tried to get some more. He, he gave me two Arkansas shiners to use, but I never, I never used them the second day out there. Cause it, the, the second day that, that wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> the water, they drew the water out. And I think that flushed them off the shorelines down there. Uh, Cause we marked them. We marked them all in the middle, you know, 50 to 75 foot down. And I'm like, I'm not going to drop shot that. Just, so, um, but Nate, Nate Gloria drop shot it back in a cove and he was getting them. He put up 75 or 76 inches, but didn't enter the second day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but he was getting them on the drop shot back there, um, on a brush pile, uh, nearby where I was. But So do you see kind of the same thing, Josh, on day two, just the water start falling out and kind of change tactic? Um, I mean, it, it dropped a little bit, but no, I'd still threw the shaky head, and that's what they bit. Yeah. Well, I caught that one on a weightless, and one, and the other was all shaky head. Do you always throw the Senko on a shaky head, or is that just whenever you're trying to get it down deep? Um, I don't Some days I just bite it better because I, I, I tried a regular uh, yeah, trick worm, and they were not biting like that shit, like that Senko. Hmm. I'm going to have to try that. I don't. I, I don't have a lot of success with the shaky head. I don't throw it a lot. But See, I, I haven't been, but I've won two tournaments. Well, that tournament and another tournament this month, uh, just throwing the shaky head. See, I've, I've always been a big shaky head guy, but I, I think like Marty, the I've gotten to throw a Nico so much now that I'll carry That's the different, I'll carry the different shroom weight, shroom weights for different depths, but it's so much more versatile. Like I can throw it in, you know, I can skip it. I, I can just do a lot more with it than what I could a regular shaky head, you know. Yeah, I like to use it in the hydrilla. It goes right into that hydrilla. You don't get hung yeah. up or anything, and they'll pound it. Hmm. Well, there you go. That's some good juice, man. I, I'm like, I need to, like, stop right now. Go right I, off I, I gave it a try. try when it first came out, but I haven't tried it much. I think they called it the chicken rig or something. Is it basically the same thing? Chicken rig's yeah. a little different, and I use that too, but it's more straight line. Yeah, okay. You know, uh, you got eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, which is the one I like, and Keto. Get started today and get after your goals. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 and use the code waypointpod50 to get 50% off. That's waypointpod50 at factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 to get 50% off. It's just like with the O-ring up, up more, right? Yeah, I don't put an O-ring on because I use that elastic. Z-Man, yeah. Oh, okay. You know, it, you know I've, I've, it's funny. I've used – I think I get more hookups with the O-ring. Like even though you don't – because I like you can watch Brian Latimer if anybody wants to see a good video on on that Nico rig. Or John Cruz calls it Neko. I guess that's how you're supposed to mm-hmm. – how they actually say it in Japan. But the – like I've I've used it both ways. I've used it without it, just through a Z Man. I use the bang sticks, and I've used it without it, and then I use it with the O ring. The O ring isn't quite tight enough, so sometimes <coughs> off your bait. Mm-hmm. But it, it seems like I get more hookups with the O ring than I do without it. Huh. Well, I, I I mean I use the same one for days sometimes, but I haven't yeah. won a QBF either. So I, I'm I'm going to go ahead and listen to you from now. <laughs> I use one. I'm gonna leave that O ring at the house. See, see, I won't leave the weed guards on them. I'll cut them off every time. I feel like <laughs> I, I put them on just like I feel more comfortable. But if, like I said, if the, if it if the bite is like they're not really hitting it hard, then I take them off. Yeah. Yeah. Something it, it, that I noticed is the the size uh, hooks you're using. When I Nico or Wacky, I'm like I don't know if I have like that fly fishing mentality. I go so much smaller, like number ones, I, number I, two. I, Okay. Yeah, I use the small ones. Yeah. When I'm especially, you know, with light line. Yeah. I just I, I see a lot of a lot of guys just grabbing those packs of those like 
you know, like number fours with those big weed guards on them. I'm like, man, I don't know. That just seems to kill the profile for me. I, I just do better with a smaller hook. I think it might kill the action too a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when my, I'm fishing in heavy cover a lot with it. And so that big hook, it don't matter. Now, yeah. if I'm out in clear, clear water, I'll use a smaller hook, a number two, really small. Uh, it's a, it, it's not a Nico hook. What is it? A, it's like, it looks like a drop shot hook. Yeah. yeah. Almost like a circle, not quite a circle. Yeah. 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 If anybody has any questions for these guys, please ask away. We'll, we'll get your questions up there. So the, uh, so you did great. You know, is this Josh, you said this is the first time you've been there. Is this somewhere that you fish pretty often, Marty? Now, how far is that for you from Nebraska? Um, my stagecoach, it's about two days. Going old school. <laughs> no, it's about, it's right at 5.15, you okay. know, there. Not bad. It's it's I-29 through Kansas City. Not bad at all. And I go, we go vacation there a lot, and, you know, down that way. But I've, I fished there in March on on the bull shoals this year too had a good tournament there got seventh there um but i love i love i i told my wife tonight i said uh, i, I want to buy a place down there diane i i mean i want to stay there longer and uh but it, it's just beautiful there and it's it's there's it, the, the fishing changes as the year goes on there you know quite a bit and you don't usually see that up and down flood stage water it's just a weird year but yeah but it's, well, you're you're sponsored by Bass Pro. You need to have Johnny. You know, let yeah. let you come stay at the lodge sometime. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Yeah, that you know, I'm not going to say anything there, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they do treat me pretty good, though. They do. Yeah. Oh, that's killer, man. What about you, Josh? You think it's somewhere you want to go back to? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll go back to it. Um, I'm not going to say it's my favorite lake in the country, but yeah, it's pretty. It's definitely pretty late. Go back. I, I think um, I'd like to fish any of them. I've never fished Beaver either. I like to fish that one and Bull Show. Anywhere you can make money is a good lake, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Saturday, by the way, it was you had the Moyak and the KBF going on. Yeah. And they had 88 in that one. And those guys, I mean, you got guys like Troy Inky and Richie McMichael. Those guys know that place really well. And uh, they're feared down there. In, in Joshua Booth, uh, Dorman Huey, those guys. They're all really, really, and you got uh, Brian Hillman. Those guys are all that—that's their habitat right there. So uh, that pretty, pretty good fishermen there. Yeah, I mean, Mo, Mo Yak is definitely you know one of the top ten clubs yeah. in the country, easy for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's one of the clubs I always like to look in on, on, on when I'm looking at the Tourney X stuff. Where are you guys at? Um, he's North Alabama, and I'm Central Alabama. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm five minutes from Wheeler. Man, he's spot one in your town there in Murfreesboro. Yeah, I'm I'm five minutes from Wheeler, and then I'm and forty five minutes from, you know, Pickwick or Gunnersville. I, I throw I throw Wilson out because I never go to Wilson. I skip yeah, right I, over and go straight I to Pickwick. I, I don't go to Murfreesboro unless I have to. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just that on Tony X, Josh Stewart, and Murfreesboro. I'm, I'm just, well, I live in Murfreesboro, like a mile outside the city limits, right next to the interstate. I just hit that, and I'm I'm gone. <laughs> so uh now, now that you fish this got some money in your pocket what's a uh, josh what's next for you what what are you fishing the rest of the year i'm guessing mm. kentucky lake you want to I, I was gonna ask but i know he's going to kentucky lake oh yeah definitely i think i was one in knoxville this weekend at loudon right yeah mm. that's a, that's yeah, right down the road from you too huh yeah it's, it's pretty close yeah yeah what about you then we got then we oh, got uh kentucky lake with well, the hobie then we got kentucky lake the end of the month then in between that i'll be red i'm gonna go down to florida and me and the girl go do some red fishing hopefully heck yeah man. june could be like i mean you could put a heart on them and make a lot of money in june and i'm probably gonna be about four four shades darker too <laughs> hey, get it man boss buffs holler at sam sam jones he'll get you a, a buff man you want to keep that cancer off you yeah i know Dang. need that vitamin d though right yeah. that's right I was like, you can have all the buffs in the world. I still don't wear them. Yeah, that gets hot in the summertime. Yeah. <laughs> I've got them with me. They don't ever go on. I wear them all the time. I wear it. I, I, wear, I, wore, I wore them in Florida when I was down there for sure. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Hey, I right here. And that was that was mostly because of the bugs, not just the sun. Yeah. I'm 41, man. I'm I'm like covered head to toe nowadays. It's yeah. 
I'm, yeah, I see the I see the little spots coming up on my skin everywhere. Just a little like every year I look down and be like, oh, where's that one? What's that? What's that coming from? <laughs> uh, I'm 61 and I'm a raisin, so I, I'm past past. But I've had the skin cancer already. They took it all off and stuff. And, but I just wear I just try to wear a hat and the buff around my neck, you know. And then I my like my hands are you can see the tan line and the marks on my arms, but my arms are all covered up. Just my hand. I even bought. I just bought gloves too for my hand. Yeah, I've, I've been looking at some gloves too. Because uh, it. I mean, as you get older, your skin gets thinner, and so I'm noticing that. And it's like, man, I want to fish a little bit longer. <laughs> That's right. But uh, so Marty, what do you have going on the rest of your? Uh, I thought about fishing that Mississippi pool this weekend, but I don't. I got two weeks off uh, from tournaments. Tournaments, um, but I think I'm going to go with that BASS there. Um, Eau Claire, KBF, is it Eau Claire? I think it's Eau Claire, Eau Claire, Eau Claire, up in Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm going to fish that. There's two there, KBF. And then um, I'll fish our trail series in Nebraska here. And I, I am in a camo, might might hit another one of those, but right where I, I'm simply located and I got tournaments all around me Yeah, here. And I, I like doing online sometimes too, you know, just because I can stay home then. But, um, and then hopefully that, hopefully qualify for some, like the regional and the, uh, going, going to the national, <laughs> um, you know, pending what happens at school, <laughs> in those there, you know, uh, and then, um, and then hopefully they have that new one, the all American down at Lake Truman, that's only three hours away. So hopefully to qualify for that. But, um, you know, I just like fishing, man. It, the thing is, I just like fishing and then the competition just kind of makes you go harder you know oh yeah. yeah well i've got a couple questions for y'all since we you know we've talked about table rock and how that went so i know you you know you've uh, josh fished five live and you fished K, the, the the bracket through kbbt mm -hmm. i want to know what y'all thoughts are on how that went you know how you like those formats and there's anything you would change or you looking forward to doing it again so uh, josh how was five live what'd you think about it it was fun, you know. Um, it was just a bad, bad day for me because um, it was right in the middle of everybody being locked down and everybody was at the lake. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a earlier start, so you're not the last one on the water, or maybe an hour or more, you know, to get five fish. Because I mean, sometimes if they're not biting, you get five fish in two hours is about uh, impossible. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we've been doing our. Uh panel and fin bracket deal and that's a four hour live deal and that's i mean even four hours it can be tough sometimes you know? unless you're dusting nickels well yeah. it's also hard especially around here to find you know a good spot where you also have service well, yeah. Yeah. Most, yeah, of my, most of my best spots there's no service <laughs> yeah that that's what i feel like levels the playing field for a lot of guys but also yeah. takes out some guys completely is like i know a lot of the spots if i was in something like that i'd go to i'd get there i'd have zero service so I'd be back to square one. I, I went somewhere I knew I'd, there I'd catch five. Yeah. What if, about you, Martin? Did you uh, – oh, go ahead, Dan. No, go ahead. Uh, how was the, the KBBT? How would you like that whole bracket series set up? It, you know, the one thing I got out of it that was really fun was it built up relationships between people. Yeah. You know, you got to know people more. And then doing this kind of stuff, the interviews, I made some pretty good friends that way. Um, doing that that was probably the the best thing of the other um 10 hours is a long time you start talking to yourself and you know and and it, that's a long day but it's but for me i could go all day sunrise to sunset right um and then uh the i think the time of year plays a role because we were coming up well we had pre-spawn 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 and then Spawn, spawn, like that yeah. kind of deal. So it, it helped me, and then cold front, and then it did me in. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. A lot of that depends on the weather, but I do like the regional format they're coming up with, yeah. where you're in the same region and compete and then go to the national level. But, you know, they they filled a void, you know, where we couldn't get together and you could still compete and, you know, make friends with guys across the country and stuff. Um, I think it'll still – I think it'll still go on. I think it'll, you know, I think they're going to get some interest. I don't know how big, but you have the guys that don't want to travel and they have their honey holes at home. And they just, you know, that's, that's their, that's where they want to fish. That's okay. That's what I feel like it kind of, and I could be completely wrong in this. So 
you know, a lot of guys do the online stuff. Yeah. And they only do the yeah. online stuff. I feel like this is kind of way to like bridge that gap where you're fishing your waters, but it's live in the sense that you're fishing against that guy right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it and it, it's a, like, I'm not a, I didn't like it the idea at first because I'm not even like, you know, other sports like football and stuff. I don't care about like March Madness and brackets and stuff like that. So I just kind of dodged it. But the more I, you know, see how it's working and everybody's liking it, I was like, no, I think that'd be cool because it's, you know, it's kind of one on one. Like, yeah, yeah, you get kind of personal with it. Yeah. I mean, I had a guy here, uh, I think he was on here earlier and Thompson, he, he says, I still want to rematch one on one. <laughs> and, uh, the, I was gonna say is, uh, uh, oh man, I forgot. Go ahead. I I, I gotta say with the you know with the KBBT, give it up to Greg and Marcus and and everybody else. They they've been doing such a good job with yeah. highlighting the anglers, talking yeah. about anglers, giving yeah. them a lot of time, talking to people that uh, you know, like Josh. To me, you're a household name. Like you know, I I would think anybody in kayak fishing knows who you are. You know, you, Cody, hmm. Christine, the, you know, there's like 10 of y'all that are the the cream of the crop, I guess. But, uh, you know, so it's, for better or worse, it's highlights and people that are, you know, that usually don't get to shine as much like, a, you know, like Marty. Marty got a lot of time in some other. Yeah. 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 And then you get to come on here and we find out that you've top 10 to 80 times. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, well in Nebraska we only have thirty people, so you know it's <laughs> I don't yeah. so here's a here's a question I knew, I said I was gonna ask and I gotta know. So Josh, when I think it was when you won the Pro Series champion, it may have been the uh challenge series. Uh Chad said he was gonna get you in touch with some people with uh Gary Yamamoto as a Senkos. I gotta know if that happened, man. Oh yeah, he's reached out to me. Yeah. Okay. I just, I love the Cinco. I know they're expensive. I know you use them ten times as much as I do. So I and they go quick. Be, yeah. <laughs> like, I would jump on it too, man. If anybody was like, "Hey," I'd be like, "No, like right now, I need this. You don't understand this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they go quick. Sometimes, uh, sometimes you lose one before you even catch a fish, especially when you're wacky rigging, skipping under a dock. You guys yeah. skip under a dock and doesn't, there's no resistance from a lure, and you're like, dang. Oh, I can't because I'm just so bad about when I catch a fish, I don't go back and like check. So, like, I'll see it still up there on the O ring, and I'll just skip and I'll sk see it skip in two different directions. <laughs> you're like, golly, that's. So I'll, I'll, I'll save those and just mend them back together a lot of times, too. I need to do that. Do you just, what do you mean? You just glue them back together? Mend it. Mend it? It's not glue, it, it's, it, it, it's, it's something totally different. Um, Works really well. It's like, see, like, even though I get uh, get Seacos, it doesn't mean I want to just waste plastic. So a lot of times I just, uh, after I'm done wacky rigging them, I'll use them for like a shaky head, just mend them back together in the middle, use it for a shaky head, or I'll vice versa, you know, start ripping out the end of it on the shaky head. I'll just use it for a wacky rig. Hmm. Cool. I need to check that out because I, I've, dude, I've, mend, it, mend it works on anything. You can, you can, you can attach anything together with. The, the mend it with the plastics. I want to check that out there. I've heard of it. I, I've never owned any. I've always got super glue. I've never used mend it. Cause Cause I, it like it, you can you can make a pack of trailers last for a long long time. It's it's good stuff. I see. I would I would want to try that. Like flukes blow out. Yeah. Kytex blow out. Uh -huh. I think it goes, so I need to I need to look into that. So there's your juicy it, tip. It'll it, it'll definitely save you a lot of money. Just it's I think it's like. 12 13 14 dollars or something for like a, a little bottle and you it'll it'll pay for itself first time you use it oh yeah how is it like that's like two packs of kytex right there so <laughs> all right josh so we'll give you a chance uh anybody you want to give a shout out to any sponsors you want to talk about oh yeah um definitely um i've just recently got on with fish usa um there you go like to give a shout out to those guys. I finally got uh, hook up on some tackle. You know, not, I get you a big giant van like Cody now. Not well. <laughs> not don't have to pay eight dollars for a pack of Senkos or you know twenty dollars for a hundred and fifty meters of of line. But um, yeah, Jackson Kikes, of course. Yeah, Tennessee Company, um, Cashing Rods. You know, uh, Yak Attack, uh, Hog Farmer Bay Company. It's all in. 
I was Stormy will kill me if I don't say Dakota Lithium, won't yeah. I was about to sneak that one in there for you. Farmer, <laughs> that's a great sponsor too. So man, I I think kind of a low key company. A lot of people don't talk about, but they've got some legit baits, you know. Okay. Yeah, and the, I definitely use them a lot in the wintertime. I've been using the. Um, I got this thing called Spunk Shad. It's like a uh, just a it's just a pintail shad, and I really like it for uh, like when I'm fishing a chatterbait and like grass and stuff because it doesn't it's not a big profile. It's just a little bit of tail that comes through there real easy, and I've been having a lot of success with it here recently too. It's getting to be a time of year for hair jigs and everything else. So yeah, check out Hog Hog Farmer if you haven't already. Yeah, they make good stuff. Yeah. All right, Marty, how about you? And hey, Josh, maybe you need to talk to Marty. Get them, uh, you know, the Bass Pro Senkos, whatever they're called. Stickos. Stickos. Yeah, Stickos. <laughs> I, I buy a lot of, I buy a lot of those Senkos. They, you know, I go through packages of them. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, first I, went, I was going to try to catch Josh hair, hair, but I went, I went, and got my first haircut since February the other day. And I went in and I lost my barber. He retired. So I went to, no, no. I went to, Omaha. yeah, I went to, yeah. I mean, story time, all that it was gone. And so I go there and the guy goes, do you want a two, three or a four? And I go, I didn't know what that meant. I thought no. a three. He gets his razor. I'm just, I, I keep going. So I lost, I lost, my, I lost my long hair. Josh. I was catching. <laughs> I just growing it. I'm just growing it while I got it. <laughs> I got fired it before it quit, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, no, I, uh, a shout out to, well, first, my wife, man. I tell you what. Amen to that. She lets me go. And, like, I have a, we're putting on a garage sale this weekend. And I said, I might go fish tournament. I, I kind of walked away a little bit as I started. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to get it. I'm just anyway, fishing a tournament. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, so uh, Bass Pro Shops, of course, been with them quite a few years. And uh, uh, yeah, years since the beginning when they started. Uh, that's, geez, that's over a decade, 12 years maybe. Wow. Um, they treat me really good. And, and uh, uh, Bending Branches, um, uh, Bass Mogul, um, kind of holding gear thing. Um, and then uh, Tourney X, I mean, Part of the pro staff, I guess. It's pretty good stuff. And then um, um, I think that's the major ones there. Uh, but I, I, you know, I'm not with Hobie team, and I have a Hobie. I have all kinds of. I have a but, uh, Select Sale and Sport out Omaha does a great job with you know, maintenance and. Uh, so. That's not my TV. I don't have a TV. Yet. No, somebody's got somebody's listening to something juicy. Sounds like a like a Mari kind of show. No, you're good, man. Is that me? Oh, it ain't me. Uh-huh. No, I'm like catching myself trying to listen and be like, what's going on? It's the end of the show. I didn't want to say anything. You can let, let that TV rip, man. But, uh, also I didn't know it was picking up. No, you're good. Also, I have my own I have my own company, basically, Kayak Jacks Outfitters and they sponsor me. <laughs> yeah. And my son, my son runs the rental business and this weekend. I saw you said you're not guiding right now. Are you, are you done guiding for the year? Have you kind of like uh, how we no, talked about before the youth or are you going to try to pick it back up? I'm going to, I'm going to start guiding maybe next week. A awesome. little bit. Um, and I got some that, you know, I really need to get, get out there. They really want to go. Um, I have a catfish school, a bass fishing school. Wow. So, wow. I just, I just don't know. I, you know, I, I'm kind of a little literary yet. Don't want to, you know, cause I mean, ki- kids, you know, I don't want to have a kid. You got to stay this far. You know, I don't want to do that to a kid. All right. Enjoy it when they're out there and uh, make it special for them. So that may not happen. So I, I run about nine or 10 youth events a year, four tournaments and like five fun nights and the guys come in and help them and stuff. And uh, people donate a lot of stuff for that. They're, um, and, and, and just, and like I said, our school, when I came here, we didn't have any kayaks in this town. And now it's like every, every block has a kayak, fishing kayak. By the I way, I was at, uh, I was at Cabela's Bass Pros last week up in Omaha, both of them. There was two kayaks left between the two stores. Wow. Yeah. I went to Academy yesterday. They have no kayaks. They had like three paddles. They were out of life jackets. 
Yeah. Everybody's ready to get outside. Yeah. yeah. Fish and I'm glad and sad. Stay out of my fishing spots. Like, yeah. I get messages every day about people wanting a kayak. And I said, I don't, I can't get them. You know, it's like, it's like 2008. I'd be fishing Kentucky Lake and I'd just be wearing them out. Nobody around me now every yeah. weekend. Every yeah. weekend when I go down there, there's kayaks everywhere. Yeah. That's yeah. like what Cody was saying of uh, a couple weeks ago when we had him on about, I think he said he, there was like 17 people headed back around where he had been catching them the day before. Yeah. You know, well, it's like, it's like when you're just driving around town, you just see more kayaks and on top of vehicles and back of trucks than five years ago, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So what about you, Josh? If, uh, you going you gonna to guide me on Kentucky Lake? I mean, I'm looking for a guide with... What you got you shallow or deep? Are you one of the shallow or deep people? I can go either, but no. uh, the Kentucky Lake's been fishing horrible here recently. <laughs> horrible. Look at our local tournament that fished this weekend. I think eight people caught a limit, and there was like 70 something people. Wow, wow. Here, here's a there's a guy there, Jay, you know, Jason <sighs> wired to fish. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. His mom lives, lives a block and a half down the street from me. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, I stayed at his house down there once. That's kind of you know it's weird how it's a small world like that you know but that guy I knows that say, it seems like the world the kayak fishing world gets smaller and interconnected. Oh, yeah. yeah, my my parents live about ten minutes from the lake. Wow, and that's why he hammers them down there. Yeah, well, yeah I grew up there. Yeah. Well, thank my honey, you. My, everybody knows my honey holes now. So, <laughs> gotta find some new ones. Yep, you're exactly right. Well, we, uh, I've, I've already been working on it, and some of my friends trying to get it out of me, but. Could be just a conspiracy for me to go get for them to go somewhere else. <laughs> hey, could I, I want to say one more thing though. Yeah, go ahead. The thing that I miss though is like this weekend. It was like an empty feeling afterwards because usually you hang out and talk together. Yeah. And you know, we did the one night. You know, Chad Hoover. Chad Hoover came over where we were at, and a bunch of guys came out, and we were talking about stuff and lures and fishing, and that was a lot of fun. In fact, I got in Chad's truck and tried to drive it off, and I got caught. You know. But, but but anyway, uh, I missed that camaraderie right this year, you know. That's when we had our, our youth trail uh, two weeks ago, and we had a, a demo day afterwards. And just, like, yeah. seeing all our other board directors for NACA, North Alabama Kayak Anglers and everything, I, I just was like, dude, I've missed all you people. Like, yeah. Yeah. this sucks. <laughs> I, I saw – I get this. I saw a lot of our school kids for the first time today since March. Because wow. we started our—that's insane. Yeah, we started our conditioning for our school today. So I went down there, and they'd all grown like six inches, you know. And and those yeah. kids I didn't recognize. <laughs> but you know, it—you got that heart back, you know, what it's all about, you know. With yeah. Everybody. So I just want to say that because that's what—that's what this is about. I mean. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, it, it, it is kind of weird, just loading up, taking off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we get home. Like, well, I won. Time to go home. What? Yeah, I got yeah. home last night at about um, about eleven o'clock. That's from Missouri, so <laughs> I got home from I got home at eight thirty, I think, from there. Which is pretty. It was, it, it, was, it was rough. It was a little rough that last two hours, but I made it. Yeah. Yeah. Start well, seeing four tail lights. Well, I'm gonna hold y'all up. Thank y'all for being on show and. uh yeah. Okay. Continue. Good luck this year. I mean, both of y'all been on a tear. Just keep it going, man. Well, I haven't been on a tear. I've just recently started doing good. I usually do bad in the when it's cold outside, and I gradually get better as it gets warmer. <laughs> yeah, but content. Loudon. So you got three tournaments in your state coming up. So, uh, mm. yeah, yeah, you'll be all right. Yeah, we'll probably. See I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, that'd be awesome. All right, Thank guys. You. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks. I'll see you, Marty. You betcha, man. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Good. Oh, he froze up. That wasn't there. He is. There he is. All right. That, and good what? Good job, John. Yeah. Oh, you as well, man. Thank you. All right. Thanks for having us on, guys. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming, man. See you later. All right. Take care. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. There we go. There you are. All right. Sorry, I had a little technical difficulties there well that was a great show as always getting to talk to a bunch of guys so um yeah that was fun so all right let's go there was also along with those there's a bunch of other tournaments last weekend first we had um 
Queen City kayak bass fishing on Hartwell. That's that's a big, huge club. That's uh, the Kamish Vinny over there in North Carolina. 75 anglers. They do four fish. First was Lowell Brannon, 73 inches. Chris Godwin and Joel Randall didn't get their weights, but second and third there. Uh, you had the KBF Mid-Atlantic on uh, Randleman High Rock, North Carolina. Day one had 66 anglers. First was Eric Nelson with 83 and three-quarter. Jody Queen. They tied, but he got second with 83 and three quarter as well. And Charles Cruz with 82 and three quarter. And then day two, only had 21 anglers, but Jody Queen got first that day. Uh, Corey Dreyer second, Brandon Overstreet third. Uh, and, and that was also a co-event with Carolina Kayak Bass Anglers. Their tournament had 66 anglers with James Weavers, Eric Nelson, and Charles Cruz uh, getting first, second, and third in that. Do you want to take a bet on what Jody was throwing? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, next was, an, it's called No Mo Make a Wish Foundation. This was like both Canada and the U.S., 67 anglers. We usually don't do online events, but this one, uh, because it was for charity. Uh, first, we Sean Dowling with 87 and a half. I'm sorry, 97 and a half. Second was Stephen Galloway with 84, so... Sean whooped everybody. And third was Shannon Williams, female angler there with 76 inches. Next was Indiana Kayak Anglers Tournament, the Reservoir Rumble with 100 anglers, big tournament. Uh, Aiden Darlington with 87 and three quarters. Second, Jack Stenor, the killer, a uh, little uh, Indiana killer there uh, with 86 and a quarter. Brennan McDougal with 86. Missouri Waite with 84 and three quarter. And our very own Sam Jones with 80 inches. Good job, Sam. Uh, next was kayak bass fishing Tennessee on Kentucky Lake, 73 anglers. First, uh, Kurt, I'm, I don't know how to pronounce your name, buddy. P-E-Q-U-I-G-O-N-T. I'm not even going to try. 82 inches. Second was Paris Edwards was with 81 and a quarter. Third, Anthony Shingler with 97 and a quarter. Next up, East Texas kayak fishing. Uh, Houston County Lake, 50 anglers. First was Brandon Malay, 91 inches. Second one, Brian Howell with 85 and a half. And third, Andrew Middlebrook with 84 and a half. And last but not least, kayak fishing Utah, their first event of the year uh, with our, our recent guest, guest, Aaron. She runs it. And uh, this had a record-breaking 50 anglers. It was on Manitow Reservoir. First was Tate Brown, 82 inches. Second, Cayman Rasmussen with 78 and a quarter. And third, Cody Henley, 85 and a quarter. So congratulations to all the winners, and good job. Heck, yeah. Sound like it was a good good weekend of tournaments going on. Yeah, heck, yeah. It's COVID lifting in a lot of places, a lot, lot more uh, – in-person tournaments, even though there might not be a weigh-in and all that, they're a you know single, single body of water or just a few bodies of water. So it's kind of it's starting to size down a little bit now. Hopefully, we'll have everybody on one lake, one tournament, going back to regular, regular. For, any, for anybody that missed it, do a quick recap on how the uh, paddle and fin bracket went this weekend. I know y'all fished that. Yeah, don't. Mm, I don't want to recap that. I got. <laughs> Uh, Dustin whooped us. He beat me and Josh in the. What'd you end up with? You caught one right there at the end, didn't you? Yeah, I caught one after time expired. I, like I had uh, fished a twelve inch, but he already had like eighty three, so I didn't weigh it. So I had five fish, but that one I think would have given me eighty a few minutes after, but it still wasn't enough. So it didn't matter. Yeah. He he whooped us. Uh, Josh Eldridge, yeah. he didn't catch any, but he still, you know, he made it to the championship. So. This weekend will be a bunch more of us fishing. Uh, me and Josh are going to go against each other again. That's how just how it worked out. Uh, but yeah, so if you filled out a bracket, hopefully things are starting to wind up. A couple more, maybe three more weeks of fishing and live coverage, seeing us uh, make fools of ourselves online. So yeah, watch out Sunday. It'll be from 7 to 11 Eastern, I'm sorry, Central Time. So check us out online, watch us fish, something doing in the morning if you're not in church, or just do it real quiet if you are in church, you know, keep it down so a pastor don't hear you, priest, pastor, rabbi, you know, what, whatever floats your <laughs> whatever boat. Whatever you take us. Wherever you go, choose to, say, you know, sit in a church. All right, that's it. That's all I got. That's all you got? That's all I got. That was a good that was, one. That was a good one.
Two great guys, Marty and Josh. Josh, I like, I like, I, Marty's one of those guys that I could sit around. I bet he's got tons of stories. Oh, dude, all night. I, yeah, you, know, I, you you don't want to keep people on all night because you want to be respectful of their time. But yeah, no, we should have, we should have got off and just stayed on with him. He's definitely one of the people. Like, I'm sure he's got thousand stories, but that dude's so good. We'll have him on again for too long. I'm oh sure. yeah, and the same with Josh. Josh is. I think he's like you say, and I think he's heating up. I think coming into some couple more lakes on you know tournaments on Kentucky Lake and his local waters, I think he's about to start shining again. Yeah, yeah, he's you know he's going to hammer him every single year. Every year he's going to be one of those guys. So yeah, I mean if there's a if there's a list of top ten guys that you make uh, uh, the best fishermen every year, he's on. Listen to KBN. I'm sure he's on there power rankings at the end of the year every year because he's oh, yeah. the best yep. alright well thanks everybody for listening we appreciate y'all and we'll see y'all again Monday uh, right. where your PFDs night night thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Finn don't forget to go check out our website at Paddle the letter N and Finn.com don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn if you got a question comment want to hear from a future guest on a future episode feel free to email us at Paddle the letter N and Finn at gmail.com don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram shout out to our show supporters Angler the Angler button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures located in Northern Illinois for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. TRC Covers, protect your investment. Catch Products, shout out to Catch Products. Go to catchproducts.com and put the Paddle in Fin logo directly on your catch board. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com, use promo code PNF20 and save 20% on all your jig and tackle needs.